Hey, hey, welcome back to the black and white truth about benefit advising. I am Andy Neary and I am joined by the one, the only Kareem R.K. Yeah. Kareem, how's it going today? Let's go, baby. Let's go, man. Happy You're Valentine's Day, baby. from the Big D. You're from, from the Big, the big D, today. D From the Big D. I'm representing my red wall today. It's Valentine's Day. So we're just here to show a little love today, Andy. That's all it is. A little love. Oh, I, thought, I thought we were going to talk, make things a little bloody today. That's why we had the red wall. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's that's really the truth. But I mean, I thought we start with love first. Well, We're gonna patch them back up and love them again on the backside. Let's start with the hat, man. I've been hearing word that the Tigers could be a team on the rise this year. Hey, man, I'm I'm, I'm sure hoping so, man. You know, at any, anytime uh, you're here in the city, and, and I'm gonna call out my city's fans, they're probably gonna give me stuff for it. But anytime you start claiming yourself as the Detroit Rams. You know, we need to win a championship around here, man, just so we can have our own identity, man. So, you know, so I'm hoping that that, that the Tigers are going to come in and do something fantastic for us so we can call ourselves the Detroit Tigers and well, we're not calling ourselves the Detroit Indians or the Detroit Red Sox or something crazy like that, man. You think about it, though. I mean, yeah, I mean, the the Detroit needs a little sports renaissance, right? The, at one time, the Pistons were the thing, the bad we boys, the, thing. We the nasty the thing. boys. The, the Red, Red Wings, Wings, the Red, Red Wings were the thing. Yes, um, yes, and, and the uh, Tigers, the Tigers. I mean, Tigers had their run, and uh, you know, and, and, and gosh, it's been a dismal since uh, since uh, that time. It's been a long time, yeah. man. So I'm hoping. And then the Lions will just leave that at <laughs> just leave. It's, it's, the, it's the L.A. Lions, man. That's what I keep hearing. It's the L.A. Lions and Detroit Rams. Depending upon who you ask. <laughs> so, Kareem, today we were talking about a word that is near and dear to both of our hearts: discipline. Ooh, that's a that's a that's an ugly word, there, man. Yeah, I mean, the insurance industry doesn't like this to. word very much. <laughs> you know, I know I was sold on the magic dream in 2002 that if I got in, just hung around long enough, I was going to uh, play golf three days a week. Average income in the insurance industry is about two hundred and some thousand dollars, and Never once did I was I taught that you actually have to have discipline. Oh man, you mean you have to do something? No, I was taught see prospect, sell prospect, pitch product, and you'll win. And that's it, huh? Yeah. So how, how, how did that work out? Talk for you? about that. Let's. How, so, how let's, did that work out for you? It's why if you go look at my resume, it's why I hopped around a little bit early on in my career, my friend. So let's talk about maybe before we get into what discipline means to each of us. Yes. Let's talk about just like in the industry, because it is something that hasn't been focused on. Where do you see some gaps when it comes to that magic word discipline? First of all, and for me, I think that people have a negative connotation on discipline. And I've never I shouldn't say never. But as I grew in business and personal relationships, I got past it being a negative connotation and saying, OK, this is positive. This discipline is not a bad thing. I think that if we look at it from a childhood and however we were disciplined as children, we carry that along with us. And if all of that was negative, then we always think about discipline and nature being a negative thing. However, when you actually start looking at building a business, being engaged in a relationship, going through a four year institution, all of those things require a form or a level of discipline such that you can see completion, yet you can enjoy that journey. And so I've learned to embrace discipline because I was once taught if I did not discipline myself, I would be at the discipline of someone mm, else. Yeah. And, and, and that always made me nervous to say, well, wait a minute, you're telling me that I have the ability to discipline myself or I have to be subjected, if you will, to the discipline of somebody else. And that just didn't make sense to me. And so I think where I see those gaps are 
are in those places where, like you said, we've been sold the dream. We've been sold the magic elixir, the silver bullet and all those things. And we really don't believe that there's something that we must do often, something continuously, something with repetition, something that we do on purpose and with specific intent. And to me, all of those things embody and encompass discipline. Yeah. And I think you just used a couple of words that uh, ring true at large in the industry, silver bullets, uh, magic elixirs, perfect scripts. Yes. To me, that is the opposite of discipline, right? It's the, it's the focus on quick wins. I agree. I, I can remember I was talking to an advisor about a uh, four or five months ago. Uh, I conversations as fresh in my head as it was yesterday. Like I was telling him about what he should be doing to really build awareness for his business. And he literally stopped me and he said, Hey, I mean, I get it. I get all that stuff that you work that you, that you do for others, but I just want a script I can use to open doors. <laughs> and I just, Silver I, said, bullet, I, said, baby. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. I can't help you. Like I am literally of no help to you if that's your focus. And I see right. that. Uh, so often in the industry, man, it's like, I, I know, I know agencies, they host one webinar and if there's not five or six appointments out of that one webinar, they deem it as a failure. They don't ever yes. do it again because you know what? It didn't work. And it's like, but you tried it once. You tried it one time. And, and, and what have you and I done anything in our lives, right? Where we did it one time and expected to be an expert in it by doing it one time. You know, what typically has happened for us, Andy, is that through rep repetition and changing, looking at the game field and say, what can I do different? To me, there is nothing that I can look back on if I don't have any work in progress. So if I don't have anything that was behind me, how am I going to judge where I'm going in the front of me moving in the direction towards winning, man? I mean, I just don't have anything. So I've got to be able to link back to where did I go wrong? You know, and, and wrong again does not represent failure. It just represents that something didn't work right. Maybe let me tweak this. Let me do something different. And I think when I started working with younger agents uh, in my career, I just realized that, again, they were all bought into, you know, kind of the, 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 the midnight uh, infomercial thing where we're just going to be on the yachts and we've got uh, uh, beautiful people dancing behind us and their champagne glasses and G5 jets. And I'm like, you know what? Nowhere. Uh, did anybody promise you that that was going to be the thing? But when have you ever asked anybody about their journey and they didn't tell you about the discipline that they had to get to? So you can see the yachts and the people dancing behind you and the, and the champagne and those things. And when I work with young advisors and still to this day, and I listen to what they do daily, what are their daily actions? What are the daily habits that they have in place? I don't find that they have any daily habits. And if they have something, they've written it down. But now I want to know, have you actually done it? You know, and you and I talk about that all the time about, you know, talkers versus doers. I mean, you, you, you've got plenty of people that are talking and very few that are doers. And the doers are the folks that I find that have discipline. So as we talk about that, maybe share, Andy, when you think about your definition of discipline mm -hmm. and where you've utilized this discipline in your career, what does that look like? Because I'm yeah. sure you're going to be a, a major league baseball player. Yeah. That requires some discipline. Well, and that's maybe the best place to go. And I know people have, have heard me talk about this, this journey, and I, I want to hear your thoughts on it too, uh, yes. of, of how you deploy discipline. But you just said something to me that, I'll, I'll be honest, frustrates me from time to time when I see people doing this. 
and I'm all about public accountability, posting something so people can hold you accountable. You're making that big, you're calling your shot as they might say, but I get frustrated when I see somebody who's worked out for a week and then they go on social media and post that. Look at me. I'm at the gym. It's like, dude, you that every day for two years, then call me. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and so to me, that's where discipline starts cream. It's another word that's very, uh, analogous to its consistency. Yes. What are you doing day in and day out? If, if people ask me, what is my superpower? I'm not the smartest guy. I don't have all the right, the best strategies in the world, but I'm consistent as hell. And I'm going to outwork you and keep going when you give up. And so going back to discipline and how it applied to my baseball career. I, I, you know, when I, my first two years at UWM, University of Wisconsin, Milwaukee, it was anything but discipline. I was following the wrong crowd. Uh, quite frankly, our upper, some of our upperclassmen weren't the best examples of mo mo people to model. Okay. And I got off way off track of, of what it meant to be successful on the field. But my last two years at UWM, I really realized what it meant to put in the work when no one is looking. Mm, mm. You know what? Speak um, on that for a few. Take, take some time and elaborate on that. Cause I think on that Thursday night at six o'clock when uh, judges, the bar everybody went to is, is holding 10 cent, uh, tabs, 10 cent, uh, pitchers, dollar oh, pitchers oh, of, uh, of, by the way, expired beer. I think it was, um, <laughs> I was at the gym. I was in the gym in front of a mirror working on my mechanics. Okay. I was lifting. I was whatever it took when nobody, you know, when everybody else was taking time off or everybody else was out partying. Yes. My last two years from an athletic standpoint, I got really serious about, no, you need to put the work in every single day. And it was boring as hell mm -hmm. standing in front of a mirror and holding a pose, a pitching pose and doing that over and over again for Nothing about, about it is not fun. Nothing fun about that, man. But what it did is it put me light years ahead of my competition. And when I got into game like situations, that move that, that, you know, whatever I was working on became motion. That motion, that motion, like at that point, it's muscle repetition, it's muscle memory muscle. at that point. And so today, I'll fast forward quickly today, Kareem, you know, when I think about what I do on a daily basis, and I want to hear what you're doing from a habits perspective, mm -hmm. one of the things I absolutely love, and I'm kind of nerding out on this, I'll admit it, every morning after I jump in my cold shower, habit number one, <laughs> cold shower, people go, why the hell do you do that? Number one, it actually has health benefits for your immune system. But number two, jumping in a cold shower, you know what that represents, Kareem? Tell me. You're doing some hard shit first five minutes of the day. Yes, you are, man. You're putting your mind in that position. I just did something hard first thing in the morning. Bring Top on the day. Top of the morning. It, it, it can't look after that, you know, everything else has to be easy. If you're jumping in a cold shower, top of the morning, man. And by the way, it's not jumping in a warm that. shower, not jumping in a warm shower and slowly turning it to cold. No, no, no. Cold no. from mid second one. From, 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 from entry. Here we go. We're in. Now, but the other thing that um, I do every morning that I've fallen in love with is I literally go on YouTube. I lay in my bed after the shower. I go on YouTube and I watch about 20 minutes worth of video. Nice. On a specific nice. topic, whether it's nice. crypto, you and I have talked about crypto, yes. Yes. Mar marketing, uh, time management, happiness, joy. I don't care what it is. Right. I want to get smarter and better. And I know 20 minutes one day may not seem like a lot. What's that going to do for you? But now apply that for 365 days Ooh. for four or five years. Come on, You're man. getting a college education. In one year. In, in one year by 20 minutes a day. 
watching video on YouTube. So to me, it's those habits day in and day out, those things that don't seem sexy yes. that when applied day after day, you look back a year from now, you are going to be in a completely different place. So, so, so I'm going to answer the question, but I got one question to ask you before we move on. What was the defining moment? So in baseball, you were hanging out at, yep. the, at the location with the 10 cent tap uh, beer. You're having a great time. And then the last two years, there had to be something that took place. What was that? What was that defining moment for you? When, when the flip, when the flip switched? Yes. When the switch flipped? Uh, yes. Number one, I got to go back. Judges, I think it was Olympia beer they served. That's how bad it was. What is the young? The switch that flipped, Kareem, honestly, yes. was I was named captain. Ah, okay. And what it made me realize was, though I doubted myself at that moment. Yes. Apparently, my team had faith in me. Mm. And if my team saw my potential, I better step my ass up and make it happen. That's big. And that's, that's when big. I that's when the self-accountability came back. That's awesome. And I realized that, you know, no one else is going to do this for you. You have to show up every day. And yeah, let everybody else go party and have a good time. And don't get me wrong. I had my fair share of fun. But it's those moments day after day. Again, one day isn't going to change everything. Correct. But when applied week after week, month after month, year after year, you get light years ahead of everybody else. Man. And, and so as I think about that. So how, yeah. Talk about your. Yeah. And just position. my experience. So so early in the business, and, and we've talked about this, just zero discipline. And, and, and I think the, the, the light switch for me uh, early in my career came in the fact that you know, I realized that I was not living at the potential and for what I had envisioned. So I didn't envision things for my life early on, but I was not willing to do the work. Now, if I was as committed to doing the work as I was in partying and hanging out, you and I probably would not have met each other, Andy, because I've been ridiculously successful because, I mean, I know how to do that well. <laughs> I know how to do that well. And so I think what happened for me is that I realized that I've got this window and, and, and I don't know why at, 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 in the middle 20s that mortality table kicked, kicked in for me at that time. But I was kind of looking and saying, well, look, I'm hoping that I'm going to get 90 good years. But you know what? If I only got 30 or 40, what would I do with the time that I have? And am I going to be accountable for this time? And so I think through just some experiences that I had, I started to really kind of think about that and say, well, you know, why am I waiting to 50 or 60 to decide that I'm going to do something significant with my life? And that didn't necessarily mean financially speaking. It was just simply that I was looking at, you know, OK, I had people had deposited in me. Uh, everyone told me that I could I had great potential, but I wasn't living like that. And so I decided okay, I've done this for a while. And what I realized was, Andy, I could always come back to this, right? This wasn't going anywhere. These folks have been there doing the same thing and they're still doing it right now. Some of some of my good friends, I still remain friends with them, but I know where to go find them right now at this time doing the same thing that they've done for the entire 25 years or so that I've been doing what I've been doing. And so, you know, I think it was that piece that I realized, man, you know what? I'm undisciplined. And what I'm trying to accomplish, I'm writing down all the goals. I've got all the sticky notes everywhere, but there was no action on what it was that I was saying. I was reading all the books. I was listening to all the stuff, but there was no action and there was no consistency. And you just said, it. I would do it two or three days and be like, oh, heck, 
Well, I called on this, knocked on this many doors, and I still didn't get anything. Well, the whole plan that I read in the book was like to do this over 21 days. Anytime you did it over 21 days, it was going to be a habit. Well, by day four, I was already questioning whether this would work for me. And nowhere in there did they tell me to stop and look at day four. They told me do it 21 days. And at the 21 days, then look back and see what you've created during that time. And I just got foolish enough to believe that I had been doing it the other way for so long that if I chose to do it this way, maybe I get some different results because I knew the results I was getting on the other side. And so I dove in, Andy, and just said, hey, I am going to discipline myself such that I don't have to go. In my case, I didn't want to punch a clock. I didn't want to go in. Somebody tell me where I had to be in the meeting, when I had to have lunch, how much they were going to pay me. And so I realized if I don't discipline me, then guess what? Some organization was going to discipline me and tell me when to come, when to go, how to perform, what my numbers should be. And I figured at least I, I would I would bet on myself first, Andy. And so that was the start of it. And I think the other example that I'll give you is something that you hit on as well. As I looked at and I moved through the career, one of the other things that became important to me is that I said, well, if I'm going to be a healthcare specialist, consultant, broker, whatever we want to refer to, I got kind of burned out on seeing overweight consultants and, oh. and, and, and folks in the space, man. And so I'm just going to call. We said it was bloody, bloody Monday. I got tired of seeing, and I was over, I had a little overweight. I was, it, my gut was there and I'm sitting up here talking about wellness initiatives and bringing donuts to the meeting. And I'm like, well, wait a minute, how am I the guy trying to help with healthcare cost containment strategies and looking at some things? And I was undisciplined. I was drinking at every function afterwards. I did all of the stuff that was there. And I kept looking at myself saying, how am I a good example of a healthcare professional? And I look like this. And so I started working out. But what made me think of that is what you just said. I started in 20 minute increments, man. And over 20 minute increments, by the time I was in my second year, then I was up to doing it 30 minutes. Then I was up to 45, then six, and now I'm a Peloton junkie. You know, I, I mean, I'm going to work out. I'm like my friend Andy Neary. The first thing I pack before I go is my workout clothes because it's important. But the discipline of that and my last thing, and I want you to jump in here, Andy, too. I'll tell you where I saw the discipline. So for years of that, I had the, the, the predisposition, if you will, of my doctor saying that you're pre-hypertensive. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. I don't eat that bad. You know, I, I mean, there's some things I can do. And so I have this phrase in my office is that I don't want to be on a Skittle pack. And everybody says, well, what the hell is a Skittle pack? I'm like, all those blue, those blue, green, yellow bills. I don't I don't want to be on a damn Skittle pack. And Monday, so, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, <laughs> man, I'm like, I don't, I don't want that in my life. And so my life, I just had a physical uh, just about three weeks ago. And my blood pressure was normal. He was like, whatever you're doing, you have done a good job. But that didn't come year one. That didn't come year two even. I avoid it. We want you to put it on stat. We want to put you on a low dose of stat. We want to put you on a low dose. No, I'm not getting on any of those things because what you're telling me is that my undisciplined nature of eating whatever, drinking whatever, smoking cigars on a regular basis, these are the things that are going to cause me to have to get to the Skittle pack. Well, I can be disciplined enough to stop these things over here to avoid the Skittle pack on the other side. So just that story, that thought, man, talked about discipline, Andy. Tell well, me. I have to admit, when I saw you in Nashville, I'm like, damn, is Kareem looking svelte these days? <laughs> hey, 
right. Know, and I know, I know when I know I'm hanging out with you, I'm like, here's a guy <laughs> who's got mountain bikes up in the mountains. You know what I mean? <laughs> this this guy's an Iron Man, so I'm not going to be the fat guy on the show. I can tell you that. That's not going to happen. Well, but you bring up a lot of good points that I want to address quickly is, number one, I am right there with you when I was – delivering these health insurance renewal increases to my clients and saying, well, it's because your group's not healthy. I'm like, how in the world can I be doing that if I'm not healthy? Correct. I'm kind of a hypocrite. Yes. Um, number two, you know, you talked about the living your full potential, reaching full potential. I had a conversation with a, an advisor a couple of weeks ago and it triggered a memory in my past of being the guy everybody said, dude, that guy's got so much potential. Mm -hmm. And he said that in the call. He's like, I hate being the guy that everybody says has all the potential. And the, the gap between potential and execution results is discipline. It's discipline. That, and, that, you know, that to give it. you a real life example, Kareem, of what you just talked about with habits of nutrition and exercise, you and I were just at Ascend in Nashville. Yes. Yes. And I was, I was invited to go to a dinner. Um, and the, the reservations were not until eight o'clock. Now, one of my habits is I do not eat late at night. Not good, good for your health. It's not. And guess and what? You know when you're going to dinner that that late, you're also having a cocktail or two. Correct. Now, it's also a great networking opportunity, right? So maybe you don't want to miss the opportunity. Well, discipline to me was, I said, you know what? That's great. I'll join you guys, but I'm eating dinner at five and I'll join you for a cocktail. Makes sense. Because my, net, my discipline is I do not eat that late because I know what it does to me the next day. So I'm going to get eat when I know I need to eat. I will join you for the networking opportunity. But it's having that discipline to be like setting boundaries. I think discipline also equals setting brown boundaries. Yes, yes. And we see a lot of our peers allow these boundaries to completely dissolve when the timing, you know, when you're at these functions and, and having a good time. But man, those habits of it's got to apply not just to business, but to your life as well. And, and, I, and I think that those are the times where the discipline really matters because it is again like you said when everybody's watching i mean you you know you you got to figure out at that point can i stand alone and stay true to my beliefs at this stage that i don't eat at eight o'clock at night even though everybody's going to go in they're going to eat well we're going to drink well it's going to be a great time however you know that's not part of what i'm doing right now so i'm okay standing alone and saying, you know what, I'm going to go and network. I'm going to hang out. I'm going to have a couple glasses of water or whatever my soft drink is. I'm not drinking at this point in time. And again, we're not saying no drinking because I'm again, I'm going to cocktail. I'm going to, mm -hmm. but that discipline, if I know I don't want to show up at my next visual with them telling me that now my numbers have shifted and changed when I know that I had a direct impact on what was happening with them before, I've got to really think about that. And it's the yeah. same with our business. When we're looking at the numbers and we look at somebody that gets that quick shoot, I see, see these reps that come in and they may have that fast start where they just go and, and right up front, they, they go and they kind of knock the ball off the cover. And then six months after that, they hit this low because they haven't figured out. They had that immediate success, but it was based upon whether they had a great contact list at that time. It was based upon that they networked with these folks over here. But there was no consistency of filling up the pipeline. There was no consistency. So now when they hit the wall, because we all going to hit it, it's part of sales. And I don't care what you sell. You could be selling candle wax for all I care. You're going to hit that wall if you're doing this year over year. And the only thing that breaks you through, in my opinion, is discipline because discipline can be measured. Right. That's not emotional. 
I'm not feeling this way. How I feel doesn't matter if I get up and I pack my clothes and I put my workout clothes in. I mean, I did that on purpose, right? It, that that yeah. wasn't about whether I felt like doing that. It came down to, well, what are the disciplines that I follow? And that yeah. when I follow them, I've got ultimate goals that I know that I want to hit. And because I'm disciplined in this respective area, I can go back and look at why this did work or didn't work. And then when I come see you, Andy Neary, as a coach, and I can tell you, hey, here are the things that I've been doing, then you can actually help me to correct my swing because now you can actually see that I've at least been getting up to the mound, right? I've been at least been getting up to the plate to, to, to try to hit. I've been, I've been doing my part. But if I come to you and look for you to coach me, and I give you just how I felt about yesterday. I felt like I made enough calls in my head. I did X, Y, and Z. There's not a whole lot that you can do with me until you get some film on me. And the film on me, in my opinion, is what discipline model I've been following. And then you're able to then look at that and say, hey, Kareem, based upon what you're telling me, I've seen this before. Hey, if you check this swing over here, if you look at this, little, you check up on yeah, that bat is a little different. All the things that you know as my coach. To tell me, I give you something to work with now. Well, and I think what you just said there was so beautiful. It was success comes from when decisions are made from habits. Yes. Not with emotion and how you feel. No, not and at all. So let's wrap this up. This was a great conversation. If we have a young advisor who is listening in, um, and if you're listening in, thank you. Absolutely. We appreciate and you. And you wanted to give that person, that, that young advisor, male, female, a piece of advice around discipline. Because they do, you, anybody can catch lightning in the bottle. With yeah, anybody perfect, can catch lightning with in the With the perfect bottle. product at the right time, whatever it might be. But without discipline, you can't sustain it long term. Correct. What advice would you give that young advisor who is like, okay, you got my ear. What can I start doing today to be more consistent and to build around sound discipline? I, I, I will tell you something that you and I have talked about consistently until without Ian, Andy. And that's time blocking, man. Like just <laughs> knowing where every minute is being spent. Because I think what ends up happening is that young advisors and old advisors, because I've been guilty of this, have this mental gymnastics going on that you think that you've done so much work. Because in your mind, you know what you put down on your calendar as to what you were going to do. But if you can't actually go back and say to yourself, from eight to 10, these are the things that I'm going to do. I'm going to leave this idiot thing alone for a second. I'm going to set it aside. I'm going to stay off social media because between 8 and 10, all I do is make calls. That's what I do. And until I look back at 8 to 10 to see that I've made the amount of calls that I said that I was going to make, whatever that number is, then I have not completed that time block from 8 to 10. Whatever that is, to me, that is the most efficient way to discipline yourself, because if you work the job, Andy, and you work for somebody else, they would tell you what should be happening between eight and five each day. They would lay that out for you. So now if you take that same thing, and I used to always hear people tell me, Kareem, if you treat this like a job your first three to five years, then you'll never work like it's a job again, because you already have that discipline in order. You'll know what to do. It just becomes second nature. And so as a young advisor, I would want to know, how am I spending my time daily and being honest with myself? Give myself a month to just track. What does that look like day in and day out? And be honest with yourself. No sense of lying to yourself, Andy. I mean, that doesn't make any sense, right? 
you know, but when you're able to retract through and you realize that you had a two hour window spent there and you realize, man, I sat my ass on TikTok for 30 minutes of my two hours. So I really didn't complete the two hours there. Oh, I decided to go to the grocery store to pick up food for the kids, you know, in 30 minutes of that window. That's not your time for grocery shopping. That's not your time for TikTok. That eight to 10 is whatever you've allotted that time to be. If you're not doing that at 100% effort, then you're kidding yourself. And as a new advisor, as an existing advisor, we can't afford to kid ourselves. So that uh, would be my recommendation. Uh, uh, so well said. You know, I think to me, you know, you've arrived at good disciplines when somebody looks at you and says, dude, how are you so consistent? And you don't, your answer is, I don't know. I just do it. I don't have to think about it. Man, man the discipline that I see with you and your business, Andy, uh, and, and and this is not even a shameless plug. This is just real talk. When I see the post on LinkedIn, when I see the work that you're doing, I see the advisors commenting on you. I know from where you started, when you started yeah. on this on this journey. And so now when I'm out and about in the field and people are talking, oh, you know, Andy Neary. Yeah, I know Andy Neary. And now I'm like, oh, yeah, I know Andy Neary. And you didn't know Andy Neary when Andy Neary was starting to work. I know Andy Neary when Andy Neary was starting to work, when Andy Neary was trying to figure out who Andy Neary was. Yeah. putting the work together. And I think that's the same deal, right? I mean, when we look yeah. at it, I'm like, okay. And when you told me this is what you're going to be doing, I'm like, damn, that just makes sense. But I've also watched you do the consistent thing and the discipline of all the shit that nobody else wants to do. Everybody just wants to show up on a podcast with 10,000 listeners and think that they're going to hit the jackpot. And I've watched you on interviewing a hundred people, different people all the time, a different format, a different platform, tweaking it, making it something different. That's discipline, my friend. And I've just watched you and you are an inspiration to me with your discipline. Because I'm like, damn, okay. I know that if I'm going to work with this brother, I've got to stay as disciplined as he is. Because if I'm not, then it will show. It, 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 will, it will show. You know? well, and now, and now, Kareem, now, Kareem, you get this. First of all, thank you. That That's yes. humbling. But you get to say, oh, Andy Neary, you know him? Yeah, we got a podcast. It's called oh, the Mathematics Advisor. <laughs> By the way, we are, turning, we are turning this into a podcast. I don't even know yes. if Kareem knows that yet. Hey, game time. Game Here, time. Here's my advice, Kareem, that I would give that young advisor. Um, when you do lean into habits and getting super disciplined, also know that there's going to be people who don't like it. <laughs> Some of your close friends uh, yes. could be family. And they dislike you being the, the old you that you've always been. Cream, you talked about you have buddies you still know or probably at the same bar on the same day at the same time having the same beer. Today. Those, those kind Today. of folks aren't going to be happy with you changing and Not you leaning into this discipline. But I will tell you, hands down, I hate to get this advice might sound harsh, but if they're holding you back from, from, a, from achieving your full potential, sometimes you got to let go to elevate. You got to let go. You, you've you've, you've got to let go. You, you've got to let go. And it's OK. It's OK. And they'll come around. And those that don't come around, you know, as people have said before, uh, Andy, that people are, are in your life for a reason, a yep. season or a lifetime. Right. Yep. And so if that becomes the season that they were there, then that's fine. There'll be people that will replace them. But as you get around people who think like this, it's going to hard for you to be around people who think like that. Because no longer does that challenge you. That doesn't, that's not sending you on the place in the place that you exactly. want to be or the place that you're going to. And now you're in a space where you're working with other folks that are saying, hey, this is what we think. This is how we attract this. You want to know what we do? With our discipline, 
has allowed us to be in this place. The discipline of going, as I told you, even coming to that meeting when it was snowing and when everything, and I could have just said, ah, I ain't going to Nashville. That didn't make any sense. But the discipline of going was everything because it was us being able to kick off, get some things started, do some other things yep. that came from that Ascend meeting. So I'm excited. I think, again, as we talk about these things, these are the things that make a difference. I mean, the products, yeah. all the products are the same. I mean, we, if we were to take all these carriers and all these solutions, everybody's got the same thing, the same process. You know, they're, they're all arrows in the quiver. But unless you're able to get up and get back in the game over and over and over yeah. again, that discipline will never even get you an opportunity to talk about all these wonderful things that you can bring as solutions because you haven't done enough to earn the right to be in front of those folks, man, because you earn the right because everybody's trying to get in front of them. So uh, this is exciting times. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that we're attacking the issues that we're attacking because then I think that if we're going to keep younger advisors coming into this space with us, Andy, we got to blow off all the smoke and mirrors. We've got to get rid of the stuff and say, hey, these are the things that have made people successful for years and nothing has changed in that regard. Yet truly, is there some technology, some other things that you can use, but there's st still nothing that's going to outperform work, bro. Work yeah. is the deal. And discipline, work will give you the best results, brother. Absolutely. I'm and there's a lot of young advisors out there craving this. Heck, not even young advisors have been doing this for 10, 12 years that are craving this, this kind of knowledge, the you know, how to how to improve, how to how to get better results. So if you're listening out there, I hope you're enjoying the content. Cream and I are having a blast doing it. We just rambled on for 33 minutes. We could easily ramble on for 33 more. We, um, we got time, brother. We're gonna keep on bringing it. It's gonna get better and better and better. I think our next one to say is gonna get gooder and gooder and gooder, brother. I think <laughs> our next one we should we're gonna do our next one as a LinkedIn live. I like it. I like so we'll, it. we'll record two Mondays from now. We'll go LinkedIn live, uh, let people come on the LinkedIn universe and just watch and listen. And so be on the lookout guys. That'll be Monday, the 28th. Um, we are going to go live on LinkedIn with this episode number four. So Kareem, another episode, another blast chatting with you. Fantastic, man. Discipline, discipline, discipline. That's our message, man. Discipline, discipline, discipline. Fall in love with the boring stuff, guys. The best Fall way to be for success. Stuff. Hey, man, it's great to see you. Another great opportunity to be with you, brother. I appreciate you. Likewise. Have a good one, guys. All righty.